Hi, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to King's Court Podcast. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you're part of a kingdom. He has certain directions he has for us, all written down in the Word of God. How we respond to God's Word matters. Listening to God matters. However, not everything in God's Word will be warm and fuzzy. But be assured that it will be good for you. Did your mother make you take cod liver oil as a child? It sure tasted awful. But it was good for you. Aligning our thoughts and actions to God's Word keeps us spiritually healthy. The longer we walk with God, the more faith we will need to believe for the impossible. Lately, I've been really challenged to walk by faith. Faith is believing in what we hope for based on God's word, the evidence of things not yet seen. This is really challenging for me. But faith connects us to God's promises, even if we don't see it manifested just now. Read the account of Abraham and Sarah in Genesis 17 and 18. I love that story and Holy Spirit brings me back to it time and time again. Their natural circumstances looked impossible and God asked them to believe for what seemed unimaginable. It's interesting that this story is in the very first book of the Bible. So we know it's foundational. In my new King James Bible, the heading for chapter 17 in Genesis reads, The Sign of the Covenant. I looked up the word covenant because I knew Holy Spirit was nudging me, was trying to get my attention. The Cambridge Dictionary says a covenant is a formal agreement between people a bond, an understanding, a promise to make payment. In the Hebrew Bible, it means to select the best. When the term select the best is used in the Hebrew Bible, it refers to a passage in 1 Samuel 17, verse 8. You all must know this passage. It's the David and Goliath story. David in the natural did not look like the best man to fight Goliath. The battle really was to see who would serve who. Goliath even taunted the men of Israel. Isn't that just like the devil? To taunt us? to have us focus on how big he is? Listen to verse 11 
of chapter 17. When Saul and all Israel heard these words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. There's so many interesting parts to this story. David's father basically sent him to deliver bread and cheese to the army of which his brothers were a part. David obeyed. And you probably know the rest of the story. If you don't, you can read it in 1 Samuel chapter 17, starting in verse 20, right to the end of chapter 18. What strikes me about this story is that in David's time of obscurity, as a shepherd, he was learning skills and developing his faith. It was just him and the sheep. So when I go back to my point about covenant and its Hebrew meaning of selecting the best, we can see God chooses whom he decides is the best, like he did with David. It's hard for us to understand God's ways. That is why we walk by faith, not sight. It is counter to how culture lives today. But if we profess to be people of God's kingdom, our lives will be marked very differently. Counter to culture. The first time I heard this term, it was the name of a youth ministry. Counter culture, led by a pastor here. Pastor Lyle has a way of preaching that is practical and powerful. He's been a pastor for over 25 years and is someone I have come to respect. I encourage you to have a listen to his YouTube channel. I will leave the information in the description box of today's episode. So, getting back to David. We see that David walked counter to culture. And he was victorious in his battle with Goliath. But because of his victory, it sparked jealousy in Saul. Jealousy is such an ugly quality. Have you ever faced it? If you have, you know how hurtful it can be. That people would not cheer you on when you are succeeding, especially when it's advancing God's kingdom, really can hurt. It is a challenge, especially for those of us with a soft heart, to try to develop a thick skin to the hurtful ways of others and still remain soft towards Holy Spirit. And to be aware of when resentment or bitterness tries to take root in our hearts. Reminding ourselves of God's promises guards and guides us, even when people don't come through for us. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20 tells us that all God's promises are yes and amen. Jesus is the promise and all his promises are true. 
When we remember that he is a covenant-keeping God and we line ourselves up with who he says he is, we can trust that his promises are for us. No matter what storms rage around us, we can be assured that we are covered under the shadow of his wings. If he can hold the universe together, he can surely take care of us. All the Old Testament promises find their fulfillment in Jesus Christ. He is the ultimate promise keeper. Trust is a hard thing for me. Because of my family history and what I went through as a child, it's hard for me to trust people. Hope, trust, and faith work together. When your heart has been shattered repeatedly, it can be quite a challenge to hope things will change. And the devil wants us to believe things won't change. But God, are you willing to believe for miracles that only he can do? I know I am. In chapter 17 of Matthew's Gospel, Jesus says, If we have faith as a mustard seed, nothing shall be impossible. Do we believe? The most beautiful promise Jesus gives us is the promise of peace. He tells us not to be afraid and not to let our hearts be troubled. The devil works continually, 24 hours a day. He doesn't take a break to upset us and cause us to lose our peace. He is an expert at it. The devil is aggressive, so we must be as aggressive about pursuing Jesus. Being lukewarm just won't bring us sustained victory. We need to be quick to know when the devil is harassing us and know that we have been given authority to stand against him. In the 10th chapter of Luke's Gospel, Jesus tells us, that he has given us authority to trample on evil spirits and all the power of the devil, and nothing shall by any means hurt us. We have to continue to stand in our authority against him. We as believers in Jesus Christ have the power of the greater one on the inside of us. Keeping our faith and word tank filled up will help us to know immediately when something happens or a thought comes into our mind that doesn't line up with God's word. And we can reject it immediately. Do you overthink? I have a tendency to do that. And it is an area I really have to keep in check. When I know that it's starting, I have to stop and, and realize that I've stepped out of faith and into reasoning. I always thought I was more of a Mary, not a Martha. You know the story. Martha wanted everything to be perfect 
and at times I can find myself repeating old patterns. I have to guard against repeating old ways and old patterns. Those things worked in the past, but they are not for the new. When those patterns tried to rear their ugly head, being aware right away helps me to stop the devil in his tracks before he gets a foothold. I remind myself I am a new creation in Christ and that those coping mechanisms are no longer needed. It is a privilege to be able to go to God and ask him to help me with anything I may be concerned about. He has all the time in the world and is never too busy for me. It isn't an obligation, it's a privilege. Sometimes I just sit in the quiet and listen, or I ask him one question and wait. Other times I have to dig deep into his word for strength and a word to hold on to. I'm learning day by day to trust him more and lay down my own plans. God's unfailing love extends to all of us, no matter how long we struggle. God is not going to give up on us. He is our inexhaustible well of living water. So let's take time to come to him often and drink from his well. It will never run dry. His word will sustain and refresh us when nothing else will. No matter how long we've walked with God, we will all have seasons of challenge. Look at what Isaiah says in chapter 50 and 54. I will paraphrase a few verses. Because the Sovereign Lord helps me, I will not be disgraced. I will not be put to shame. I will trust in the name of the Lord and rely on Him. Even if the mountains shake, the love God has for me will not be shaken, and God's covenant of peace shall cover me and never be removed. Thanks for joining me today. I hope today's episode has encouraged you. This is Nicole Baker from the King's Court podcast. Thank you.